the the one thing it said is definitely you'll especially when you hear it back for the first couple times you'll pick up a lot of the audio ticks that you have okay so to say um like uh if you take big pauses if you don't enunciate certain words and stuff so it, it basically said like try to talk as naturally as possible but if you are kind of struggling with what to say it's almost mm-hmm. better to uh, kind of do like what i just did there where if it's if it's literally dead space it's kind of like radio dead space on a podcast is worse than almost like stammering to find what you want so you're almost better off kind of thinking through a thought that's not really there than like pausing, collecting your thoughts and saying something. Cause it's kind of weird when you've got like dead, just like dead air. Okay. That's, that's like the only, that's the huh. only rule that I, uh, that I've kind of picked up. I thought it was, uh, I thought it'd be the opposite, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Right. And I'm trying to think of some of the podcasts that I, like the best and how they do it and i think they do pause so maybe we (laughs) maybe maybe that's just really bad advice maybe we just uh we should just pause i don't know well whatever man fuck it let's just we'll just we'll just try oh so that's actually one of the things i wanted to ask you about we didn't talk about the ground rules like so i looked up to so if we swear we're gonna get Mm -hmm. uh we'll get like an explicit um thing beside us because like itunes has some you know whatever some way of figuring out whether or not you're you're swearing but i i kind of think we have to swear like i i don't think we have to swear for the for the hell of it but i feel like you and i both you know i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna swear for sure man (laughs) okay me too yeah so uh and hey we're we've been live for a few seconds by the way so i think uh I, th- I think that's it. I, th- I think we should I think we should just get started. All right. Um, yeah, dude, I'm actually on your website right now. This, uh, congratulations on actually getting a, a sale today. Is that your first one? <laughs> you know, like it, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's kind of a, I think it's a sign. So you, you and really, I, I, for, for a second, I thought it was you. So I got this email that said that you've got, you've got money waiting for you on PayPal. And... Truthfully, it's kind of a weird experience from from Shopify standpoint because I hadn't even set up my PayPal um, like on Shopify. So maybe by default, PayPal's turned on. I didn't even know that. My hmm. brother-in-law has a has a website that I uh, used to manage, and he had PayPal. So I just assumed when I saw it, like, oh, this is probably for Dave. And then I looked at it, and I was like, what? The, like, wait a second, Able Able sells. Like, I think. I think somebody just ordered. I think somebody just ordered something, and I and I thought it was you because, you know, you uh, have been texting me asking me if I've yeah. made any sales yet. So, uh, yeah. So now I have to, you know, figure out how to uh, actually ship this stuff to Edmonton because the order came from Edmonton. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't even have the product yet. So. Uh, you know, here we go. Do you have uh, your supplier? Is it local? Is it easy to pick no, up all the no, stuff? Not, no, not at all. Um, so the good news is I have a Canada Post packing slip on my door today, and I'm pretty sure that it's the, the first uh, order. It's a, it's a pretty big, like I'm getting 
I got 24 uh, bottles of, of this stuff. So that was the, um, uh, that was kind of like the minimum order. So it's not something that they just were going to like leave outside my front door. So I have to go pick yeah. it up tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be p- picking that up. And it, what do you think? Like, so this is like the first person. So I was thinking, you know, would I do something? I, I, honestly, my first instinct was to just give her this for free. So it was, <laughs> I was thinking like, okay, it's my first order. I'm super excited. Maybe I just say, hey, you know what? You're actually the first customer, and it's on. It's on the house. It's 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 free. And then I was like, that just seems like a, a terrible idea because the whole point is to like, you know, that first <laughs> feeling of like putting money into your banking account. But I, I want to do something special. I don't know. Wait, what do you what do you think I should do? Just package it nice or something, man. I definitely wouldn't do it for free. Not not that it's about the money, but it's. I think you want to figure out your pricing too. You know, like, yes. I don't know how much the wholesale price that you're getting it at, but you're going to find out quickly when you start moving some of this product, like, um, how much you end up banking at the end after shipping costs, after, I don't know, considering your time and all that stuff. And you're not going to get those benchmarks if you're just giving all the stuff away for free. And that, that's the way I see it. I don't know. The other angle is, like, you want to get your first thousand customers. And uh, wait, I thought, wait, 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 wait. I thought it was a hundred. Or whatever. <laughs> or no, no, no. We, we, it was no, I, th- I think it was a thousand. Yeah. Was it a thousand? That's the the Kevin Kelly thing, right? Yeah. Uh, it couldn't be first hundred. I think it was first thousand. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Shit, it's a thousand. In my head, I thought it was a hundred, and I was like, a hundred's not bad. I can do a hundred. A thousand, a thousand is a lot harder. <laughs> it's like order of order of magnitude more. Um, and, and, the, and the other thing, too, is I think people are shopping with you because uh, I assume it's this is stuff is hard to get outside of Canada? Yes. So the whole kind of, really, the, the what got me, uh, well, I mean, there's two reasons why uh, I decided. I never thought I would uh, at all kind of get into this sort of stuff, just seeing what my friend's gone through on the kind of wholesale retail side and a more kind of gray industry uh with like this e-cigarette uh vaping stuff but mm-hmm. even that like it, it's a it's a slog like it is not one of these um kind of uh, you know tim ferris pitches it as this kind of lifestyle business i don't know how he was able to automate everything he did and maybe now i'll have to go back and reread the four-hour work week and, and and get some tricks but the the first thing was just to learn more about um the users because you know my my day job at Hubba is trying to figure out how to make uh, these buyers and, and wholesale brands successful. So part of it was just kind of learning, uh, like just learning that whole process. And then really what just kicked me into high gear was I was, I was looking at keywords um, from like an SEO perspective and there's, there's a market here and there's just not a lot of, it's just really hard for Canadians to, to, to buy these ketones. So it's a, hey. I, I have a big question, man. You gotta explain to me what what these ketones and what these new nootropics like. You gotta like the, I, I I mean to ask you before I make a purchase because I just need to know like what is this? Okay, well, first of all, don't I, I, you really like I don't I appreciate the gesture of wanting to make a purchase, but I will um I, I will just even give you a sample to see if it's something you're you're interested in before you buy because it's not cheap. It's like it's like the the base stuff that I'm I'm selling here is seventy bucks, 
Um, and that probably I probably asked you. I, dude, I have I have full on baby brain, man. I I kind of need I need something. Okay, so yeah, I mean, let's let's reserve the let's reserve like a full on discussion for. Um, I think we. I, th- I think we have a few other things we want to we want to talk about today than and kind of dive into like the whole uh, ketosis thing. But basically, the gist of it is that if you uh, if you just stop eating for a while, like if you fasted yourself, you're gonna start burning fat instead of uh, carbs, and you kind of get your body into this fasted state. And there's a just a slew of health benefits around fasting that's why every religion has fasting built into it or that's at least one of the new theories that it wasn't some mental sacrifice people were doing there was kind of this heuristic health benefit where people who fasted tended to live longer had less diseases and um, anyway there's like all this really cool kind of cutting edge longevity and anti-cancer and uh, cool cool stuff happening on, on fasting but it's really hard like not eating is, is really hard so one of the things that these ketones do is they they bridge the gap. So if you are kind of in hour 20 of a fast, let's say you're going to fast for two days, you're going to start getting so foggy. You're going to, your brain is literally hammering you saying you have to eat, you have to eat, you have to eat. And you're going to be foggy. You're not going to be able to think about anything because all your brain wants to do is get you to eat. So what, when you take these, what you're doing is you're, you're giving your body the, the kind of pure fuel that it wants in that state, which is this sort of fat thing called a, it's called, anyway, it's called beta hydroxybutyrate if you want to get really technical here. But what that does is you, you'll take it and 30 minutes later, you just won't be hungry. And Sorry, but are these, so are there any calories in these or there's no, there's no calories? Uh, that's a great question. I should know that. I don't know if there are calories, it's very small. Like you're not, you're not getting sustained by the caloric, like, um, you, you're, there's no carbohydrate, there's no sugar, there's no, um, there's, there's none of those kind of fuel there. So really what you're doing is you're giving your body the, so, okay, I want, let me take one step back. When fat breaks down, it turns into these things called ketone bodies, which is how your body actually consumes the, the fat. So okay. this stuff that you're ingesting is that substrate. So it's sort of like it's bypassing um, it's bypassing that stage and kind of giving it to you directly. So your body doesn't need to work for it. It just sort of takes it in. Um and what's amazing is like if you do this, you just don't feel hungry during that, during that period. So okay. that's what that's why I take it. That's how I started getting into it. But a lot of people, so the whole baby brain uh, comment. The what's amazing is like, have you ever tried like bulletproof coffee or or like butter coffee or anything like that? No, I haven't. But but you you've you've heard of it, right? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay, so it's the same it's the same idea. So you're you're putting butter in your coffee or you're putting uh, MCT oil, which is what a bulletproof coffee is because that fat it's called caprylic acid goes directly to your brain. So you, you literally um, your brain wants that fuel. So when you drink it, the rest of your cells don't know what to do with it. Your brain just soaks it up and you, you literally get a buzz. Like if you have never had bulletproof coffee before, and you drink a bulletproof coffee, you will, you'll get a mental buzz. Like you will feel 
not just the caffeine effects, but you'll, you'll be mentally more acute. And okay. the ketones have the exact same effect. So in fact, the first time you drink one of these things, you, you kind of feel, uh, what's the best way to, it's almost like, it's kind of like you're, you kind of feel drunk, but in a very highly <laughs> engaged way. So it's, a, and it's like a full body tingle, um, that you get the first time you, you kind of drink this pure beta hydroxybutyrate because your body just knows what to do with it. And it's, it literally kind of lights you up. That's kind of the best way I can, I can describe it. So if I had a particularly rough night or, um, you know, if my kids were, if we had like a, a rough night on that front, or if I was just staying up late grinding on something, first thing I'll do in the morning is, you know, pop two alpha brains, which are a neurotropic, which we can talk about. And then, you know, wash it down with a, a nice big old glass of ketones. <laughs> and it's, um, there's no question that I feel uh, stronger. Like I feel more mentally acute when I do it. And then I'm not hungry. So I don't, I can, I can work longer without kind of, you know, getting up to waste time eating. So, um, so for you, like I yeah. would recommend, uh, there's a product on there that I'm, I'm going to start selling. I actually just got a sample so it's called um, Mind Momental is the name of the brand, and it's like a, it's a a nootropic. So it has these um, these chemicals in it that are the building blocks of your neurotransmitters. So when you eat this, there's these clinical trials that have been done, not like on this product in particular, which is why a lot of people think this whole all this shit is just snake oil because these guys haven't gone out and done some you know, four-year clinical trial showing that, you know, programmers who drank nothing but Momental for a week had better code productivity than, you know, programmers who didn't. But the base ingredients that they're using have all, most of them have a lot of science behind their cognitive enhancing effects. And you kind of make this cocktail. So they, they throw five or six of these different brain enhancing compounds in there and that gets labeled as a neurotropic. So something that feeds your brain and makes you cognitively sharper. Um, Interesting. So like, that's probably where I would start you off. The ketone stuff is like pretty intense. If you just dive right into that um, and you're, and if you're not really fasting, like if you're not into the whole kind of intermittent fasting, you, you're not really like, you're going to eat a bagel an hour later and you're just going to basically throw that money down the drain. So um you, if you're getting into the ketone game, you, you kind of want to be pretty low carb. Um, no, I, I don't, I don't think I can do the diet thing, man, but maybe I can pop some alpha brains or nootropics and just, uh, keep my, my regular diet going. Yeah. I think uh, I'll hook you up with some of this, uh, momental, momental stuff. I think that's, I mean, I'm, I'm on that, uh, every day now and I, I love it. It's got like greens and stuff in it too. So it's got, um, you know, basically two or double your servings of fruits and fruits and vegetables in powdered form. So it's this whole like kind of meal replacement. It's really cool. Uh, anyway, I digress. So, um, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of the, so yeah, I was super pumped and I, I'm, it feels almost like it was meant to be because you, you, you fought pretty hard on, on even coming on this podcast. So, um, <laughs> maybe we should talk about that. So why, <laughs> let me let me uh let me pull up our our conversation here uh before 
we we got on to do this. Um, I said to you, what did I say? Oh, we have some talking here. And I said, oh, yeah, I was like, hey, let's let's do a podcast on Tuesday. And you said, I can't accept that. You haven't thought this through. And I said, yes, I have. And you said, focus on moving your product. And I said, no, I need a standing meeting with you every week. And you said, this is another pencil. It's a complete so, pencil problem. Yeah. Okay, so what's... What what's a what is a pencil problem and why and why did you think that that this is a a pencil problem? So Ken, I've known you for a long time, and uh, every time I see you, you have a brand new idea, without fail. Every time I see you, there's there's a, a new shiny thing, <laughs> and uh, I think you told me I think a couple weeks ago you're like I bought all this product, all these like nootropic products and ketones. I'm gonna have a store. I'm gonna sell this. I'm like, cool, that sounds like a plan. Then I saw you and you're like, I have another idea is we're going to make a, we're going to, we're going to do a podcast and we're going to have this meeting and talk about this. And you were telling me about how you were going to set up um, a separate blog to drive traffic to this nootropic product that you haven't actually set up a store for. Um, I don't know. There's, it, it just seems like a lot of things all over the place. And I think ultimately it's like, are you, what, what's your main goal here? Are you trying to move, move some product? And if we're trying to move some product, what's the, what, what, what's, what's the shortest path there? And what's the fat that we have to cut? And, uh, this feels like fat to me. <laughs> so, okay. So, so is a pencil problem, um, <coughs> like, so like let's kind of define it. Like, is it, is it like, okay. procrastinate? is it procrastination or is it, um, cause I think I had a blog post that I drafted. I don't think I published, um, where I feel like my life is a series of, or some of the best things in my life, other than my like personal life, my professional life, let's say come from kind of advanced procrastination. So, or like, sorry, no, let's say productive procrastination so I have a you know a hard de- this especially when I used to consult like when I was consulting I'd have a hard deadline for a client where I overcommitted myself and I had to get something done and then all of a sudden I'd be like oh um, I really want to learn Swift and I would go and you know spend three or four nights learning some new programming language and you know arguably get some amazing tangible skills but all because I didn't want to do the thing I had committed to. Um, so I think like in my mind, I justify a lot of my wandering as kind of productive because it's, it kind of leads me somewhere, but, but pencil problems are kind of in, in their own class. Yeah. I think that's very common in like um, programming world because uh, I've worked with a lot of people and I was kind of one of the, I was one of these people as well. Like I had to build something and the shortest path is probably like, I, I know PHP the best, so I'm just going to build in PHP. But then while you're building, you're like, no, maybe I'll do rails and then maybe I'll do it in node or maybe I'll do it in like, maybe I don't need node. I'll just do it in angular or something. And a month goes by and I've built nothing. And I've kind of half learned these different things and that thing that I was trying to build in the, in the beginning, I just don't want to build it anymore. Mm. And 
it's it's just basically maybe I shouldn't have even tried to build it in the first place. Um, but I was not really into the end product. I was just really, I guess, ex- it was more of a exploring for me. And I kind of end the mindset now of like, I just want to focus. And if I want that product, I should just focus on building it. What's the quickest path for me to build it and see it? And maybe it's not even me building it. Maybe it's paying some guy to build it for me. Um, but I, I want I want I want end products. I want tangible things that I can see and look look at. Um, and yeah, I, I just want complete thoughts. Is what I want. If that makes sense. It does, but but don't you? So I think where I've always I, I mean I. I think I say that I want the same thing. And I, it's funny you mentioned about, you know, should you pay someone to go and, you know, do this in, instead? And I, I, I think I've settled on, for me, like my dream job would be to almost have like my own little incubator where if I could afford it, I would just pay people <laughs> to develop ideas that I, I have. But then I feel like everybody kind of has like these 50 ideas or at least every programmer that's kind of worth their salt or every startup person that I've met that I respect or that I have good conversations with. It's like, we, we just have so many ideas. Like I've never met someone and and who hasn't had 20 ideas. I do think you and I connected like way back, even in grad school. I remember, I remember when we, like the first time I met you, when we were talking, you were at EA or you were just coming from EA and, um, I think within like a week, I was like, he's got a side hustle. And I had two side hustles while doing my my master's. And I I think that I saw like this kindred spirit in you. But I, I just, I I think you're, you're pigeonholing yourself though. Because if you pick something and it's, and it's wrong, like, ah, and I don't know, I, even as I say this, I'm kind of talking myself out of it. And I, Hang on, but I think the the point I'm trying to make, or the the thought that I always have on this is, what if you, like, because we do have so many ideas, and it's hard for me to imagine what it's going to look like, where I can somehow prove to myself on paper before I even get started, before I get into it, if this is going to be a good idea or not. The only mm-hmm. way to test it, it's sort of like the halting problem. It's like you can't. You can't know before you before you run it if it's going to stop or not. So you just have to get in there and, and start doing it. And then you realize like, oh, shit, I'm in a loop. Um, I'm going to – I better bail. I, I better get out of this. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to get nowhere. But then the other voice, especially like, you know, listening to all the podcasts I do and all the books I read, it's like, no, actually, like that's the failure pattern. Like people who do that don't succeed. And the people who – you know, stick with it or push through the dip or like whatever you want to call it. It's like the, the, the crazy people who just stay onto something long enough will win in the end. And I'd like to believe that, but then I also look at how much shit is out there and I'm like, that can't be true. Cause there are, there are a ton of people who are working on like, okay, Nick, you're an iOS developer. How many, how many terrible ideas have you been pitched for apps? From, from friends, family, colleagues, like 
Oh, a lot, definitely a lot, a lot of different ideas. Um, but I guess that's also like, if you think of it just from a straight product standpoint, it's, it's like the ideas that are pitched, there's probably maybe something interesting there, but they don't see everything that's going to have to go into this to make it a complete thing. And it's easy to talk about ideas and it's easy to noodle on things and to prototype stuff. Cause that part's fun. Like it's fun just shooting the shit and trying to um, talk about the next big thing. It's a totally different beast to take that from zero to a hundred. And I think at the end of the day that there's more merit in that. You know, it's it's like it's like you saying that I I want to I want to I want to run a marathon, but instead of just spending the time to run every day and train, you're you're still trying to buy the next headband or the Nike. <laughs> like thermal fleece that you can use in the winter time to improve your performance or the new shoes. And yeah, like I, I'm just more about now it, it's more, I, I just got to grind. You got to put that work in. And um, I, I have this new, new thing now where I, I, I really think that exerting energy creates energy. So hmm. it, it's like, it's like kind of going to the gym. Like, I, I don't want to go to the gym and I make a whole bunch of different reasons why I don't want to go to the gym. And I'll just end up sitting on my ass playing video games or on Instagram or something. And I really have achieved nothing. And I'm trying to conserve energy because I'm lazy. But if I go to the gym, I exert maybe half an hour worth of energy in that activity, but I'll feel like I got that back three, four times in, in, in spades in return um and but it's like mean okay well hang on because i i i got a lot of questions on this because i i wrestle with this all the time and so i i agree with you especially with exercise because i think it's something that's um yeah like it, it's counterintuitive but exercising actually gives you energy even though you might feel really totally exhausted after a workout but does it give you energy? Like, is it, is it giving you energy or is it giving you like momentum or is it giving you, um, like, but they're, but they're one in the same really. Right. Like it, it's, it's like, it's just kinetic energy. You've got to put, push that ball a bit and it's going to, it's going to roll. Um, but I think it's like that even with, with projects. Um, you know, if if I'm if I'm writing writing this like blog thing I'm doing, and I just put some words on paper and I send it out to people and people are reading it, suddenly I feel like oh okay cool like this maybe this is something I'll just kind of keep kind of writing but it the act of doing it creates this inertia in in myself to write more, and what's good about that I think is just that. Committing to that and remembering that you you put work in, you're gonna get more out of it, is okay. what motivates me to kind of keep focusing on on it. Okay, so what do you? Okay, so let me jump back to like exercising. So like tonight, like okay, so it's ten thirty. It's ten thirty right now. I've got I got a few things though. I mean now I've got a few things I gotta I, I want to get done before before going to bed, and I'm like okay, so I could. I know that if I like pushed myself and went like full Jocko, did you listen to, do you know Jocko Willink? Do you, does that name ring a bell? No, no. Oh man, 
Uh, I gotta send you. I haven't talked to you about extreme ownership. No. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, that'll be that'll be for another. Uh, that'll be for another. He's like this ex Navy SEAL guy, and he's uh, he's just a super badass, and he's one of my new favorite people. But um, it's like if I just go out there and exercise, I actually like I. I will probably get like, even though I will feel tired and it's late at night, I will probably be able to, without using a ton of caffeine, uh, like just literally get actual energy. Like you say, like kinetic energy, I'll be able to come back in and get an hour or two hours worth of work done. And I'll feel like I exercise too. I'll feel great. Now the odds of me actually doing that are pretty slim. I mean, I'm probably going to go upstairs, eat a handful of chocolate chips, sink into the couch, try to work and then fall asleep as I'm working, which has kind of been my, my, my thing for the, for the past few days. Like that's probably what's going to happen. I'm just being realistic. Um, yeah. so, but with, with projects though, I, like I've, I've tried this, the, I, you, cause you're, you're kind of pitching like the Kaizen approach, right? Where it's like, you just say, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this little bit every single day. And, I've tried that with projects before, but I find that if I, if I don't see the results, like if I don't see what I'm looking for, I quit very quickly or I, I get so exhausted by the process that, um, and I think you've kind of found a way with your book to, to get past that where, like, I mean, we were just talking about this last week, like you're not getting a thousand claps on Medium on these posts, but you're, but you're, but you're still doing it. And I have a ton of respect for that. And I I don't, I don't know if I like, okay. If the goal is not claps, which sounds so like just fucking ridiculous medium, you better bring bring back the likes at least. Um, but what, like, like, what are you doing it for then? Like, what is it? Is it literally just to like, say you've, done it is it just to have the momentum like like why are you writing every day about you know what it's like to be a father uh you know or a new a new father let's say because i think uh in 10 years from now i think it'd be cool to look back and remember what these moments during this kind of like historic time in my life would feel like uh, so that, that's one. And I think it's something cool that my daughter can one day read, um, and hopefully find enjoyable. But the other part is just, I, there's so many angles, I guess. The other thing is I find it kind of therapeutic for myself. Um, and I just kind of want to see a finished product, man. I, I've, I've, I think I've had so many projects like you talked about where I started and I abandoned and I honestly just don't have time for that anymore. I, I'd rather, I don't want to look back a year from now or two years from now and say, and just have a pile of exploration projects that I've done. I want to have built a, a, like something that I can physically touch or maybe something that, you know, I, I don't know, has an emotional reaction when people read it. I think that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that's but kind of you, it. I, yeah. Okay, but do you... I like that because you're kind of like... It, it's almost like you're, for lack of a better word, it's like you're like you're dog-fooding your... Um, okay, like I, I always... I mean, I'm a, I'm a Rails guy, so I always go back to kind of the... 
the base camp, you know, DHH um, kind of story of, you know, he didn't plan on building rails. He didn't, and there's so many stories like this. I'm just picking this one, um, but he he needed rails. Like he needed something like that. It didn't exist. He built it into an existing project that he was already working on. And then it kind of took on a life of its own and became this thing. And you're almost saying like, you're literally writing this for your daughter. Like, like that's the, if nobody else picks this up, if, if this book gets read by nobody else, but your daughter, you're, you're, you're legitimately going to be happy. Yeah. Ah, see, I think that's the key. Like, and okay. So what about when you did, so I'm trying to think of all the, all the projects you've showed me over the years. So like gumball, gumball radio. Sure. Um, <laughs> So Gumball, let me see if I can, if I can tell everyone what Gumball, so Gumball was like, you, well, I, I can't, I can't remember what, what was it Gumball? Was, it was basically like YouTube Red. I was basically trying to um, start a radio playlist based off of music that you can find on YouTube. Uh, so you can type right. in like a song and it would create like a playlist for you based off, um, yeah, pulling songs from YouTube, which was amazing because that's how I was listening to music before. Because um, you get all the newest shit on on YouTube before it's on even like Spotify and all these places, um, oftentimes. And um, yeah, it has everything, man. It has more. The library on YouTube is bigger than every, everything else because um, people are just pirating shit and putting it up online. <laughs> okay, um, so like, so yeah. why, so why did that one? Like, like who was the audience for that? Like, was it like, like you, you needed it, like you, you built it for yourself. So I think again, like you, if you were the only one using it, um, like what, like, what do you use now instead of Gumball? Like, like you clearly. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all in on Spotify. Uh, I'm all... oh, okay. <laughs> there were, there were some, like the problem with the Gumball, with Gumball radio for me was going from 80 to a hundred percent is so much work and it's the grind and it, it's not fun anymore. Like it's really fun when you hook up the API and you see a, a, like a video play and you're like, Oh cool, that works. And then you hook up, do a little bit more and you get a playlist going. You're like, Oh, that, that's, that's really awesome. But then when you start thinking of it as a real product and that's at 100% and you think about all the real features that people want or how the people are going to use it on a day to day basis like someone like my dad or some something who is not as computer savvy who doesn't know how all this stuff works getting from like prototype to product is really hard and i didn't put the work in and i think if i sat my ass down and programmed a little bit of it every day for a year i think it would probably be still around. It, it, it might still be around. Maybe people would be using it. Um, but it's also, yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Have you, have you tried? So like, I know you are currently doing the thing where you write for like, how, like, what's your process? Like, do you, do you write for like a set time every day? Do you, do you write a certain number of words every day? Like, I know there's a lot of these, like, uh, systems that a lot of people I, I I just see on Twitter and stuff. They say like, oh, I did my 500 words there, like some some something like that. I know you're not kind of that rigid, but like, how how do you kind of mark yourself off 
at, with a check mark of like I, I did writing today like how like what's your what's your measure so I don't know like how I've been approaching this right now is uh, anytime there's a moment that I feel is I'm um, like that was that was funny or that was important or whatever I'll write it down I'll, I'll write down like a like a one-liner of that and then on the train ride to work or from work I'll polish that or I just have a whole series of just little one-liner notes for the different days and I'll go in and just like beef those up are you, using, are you using like Siri or are you, are you just using no. like notes or something or like, how do you, like, do you, I just, I just, I just write in, in medium exclusively. Um, because I just like the tool. I like the way it looks. Um, and it's just simple and it's obviously everything is on the cloud and, um, it's accessible everywhere. Right. No, but, but like if you're like, let's say you're like changing your daughter's diaper and she like farts and pees at the same time and you're like, Oh, this was funny. Do you, I, oh. Are you are you literally like a second later just so you don't forget it like pulling out your phone opening up notes and being like fart and pee and then you're gonna go back to that and you're gonna look and say oh yeah, yeah I'm gonna like I'm gonna work this into a little um I, I, like a little post now on the, on the train or something yeah I won't do it like I'll change the diaper first and uh, clean myself and make sure everything's good and if, by then the, the thought's lost and the thought's lost but if it's not then I'll, I'll uh, open medium up and I'll write that one line in okay gotcha. uh, and, then, and then you can kind of develop it like from this so it's like you just you kind of freeform and then you go back and edit and just kind of beef it up and all that yeah and I don't know there's 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 days where I just don't write and you just don't feel inspired by anything. You're not going to write anything. And it, you know, cause you know how it is, man. Like it, oftentimes with the baby, it feels like you're just watching like paint dry. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, you know, it's cool. Like the baby's there and you're playing with her and it's, it's fun. And after you do that for like 10 minutes or 20 minutes or an hour, I don't know if it's before sleep or like, you know, before a feed or something. I, I don't know. There's sometimes you should just like, why don't you sit down for a bit and here's a toy and uh, yeah. why don't you just watch me read a book right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I, 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 Lucy K has this great uh, bit on, on parenting where he says that parenting isn't hard. It's just really boring. <laughs> oh he, yeah. Like, and he talks about how like, like, you know how many times he's like played like horses with his daughters and like just like all these like you know and he's like you're just sitting there like an asshole just moving this fucking horse around like um and, and it's so true like i mean uh my kids are well my my son's a bit older now so i mean we uh it's you can start to see kind of a light at that tunnel because it's it's legitimately so much fun just watching his imagination go and you can like you can I mean like yesterday we had a full-on like fight with imaginary dinosaurs and a lava pit like we were on a lava pit and there were dinosaurs surrounding <laughs> us and we had to like escape and he can just jump right in and like play along with that and like I, I feel like he actually sees the dinosaurs like it's so like it starts to get a little more fun but then you get this exhaustion where like it's 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 actually physically and, and and mentally exhausting. So like by the end of the night, sometimes by ten o'clock, like you're just like, oh my god! Like I the last thing I want to do is is you know fifteen minutes of of coding or fifteen minutes of writing or or whatever. Like it's um it, you know it's yeah it's, uh, it's no, crazy. Sure. <laughs> I, I I reminded when my my nephews come over and they're five and two, 
and they're like all over the place and they want to play this and play that and they're running around and asking me weird questions and it's super fun and cool but when they leave I'm like wow I'm, I'm so I need a coffee like I'm so tired um but it's like those moments I'm like I actually kind of probably have it easy in some ways right now because I could yeah. plop her down and uh, if she if she's not crying then it's like okay cool I can like I don't know watch tv for a bit or do something else and uh yeah like I, I can still get a bit of me time uh here and there I feel very embarrassed I'm about to ask this but how, how old is she again she's uh almost five months right now oh man yeah so in about four so for, first of all can I just I I know like what I just did there I hate it's when like these parents who are just a little bit further along than you like my kids are only two years older than yours but I already feel like I'm this like sage who has all this advice because I've survived two more years of, of parenting where it's like then you talk to like someone who's got four kids that are like in in high school or university and then you're like wow you've got some like legitimate knowledge to impart on me I'm going to listen to everything you say um, yeah but yeah like but, when she get when she gets uh, to like year nine or month nine or ten I mean, yeah, like cherish this now because when she starts walking or starts trying to walk, that's when yeah. like your your nights just become <laughs> like you, you you just like you, you can't ever take your eye. You just can't stop. Like you're always moving uh, or trying to <laughs> prevent her from like literally just cutting her face open on a table or something like that. Uh, so. Yeah, you probably have a few more months of like being able to plop her down and just like watch TV. Um, and I and, and dude, I think that that's why like the 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 book thing is is cool because like even like I'm gonna forget you're gonna forget these like like you're so far advanced now like you're on year two and you said uh, five five and two. So I'm um, no so Jack is uh, three and a half and Emma's oh okay Emma's um. Uh, 14 months so it's um yeah two and a half years between so yeah i mean i've i've got a i've got a couple years on you um but but like if if i asked you now like tell me how like month two was oh i've no idea yeah you'll have this like broad stroke like oh that was really shitty i remember not sleeping a lot and that's kind of like that's probably all i remember from month two but but the, and that's why I respect what you're doing so much because I, I was I remember I was at uh, we took our kids up to the cottage this year and it, it was it was kind of crazy like Emma was at kind of right at this age where she was she was walking and a cottage is not really a good place for that because there's there's and like anyway it's there's a yeah. lot of hazards <laughs> yeah, at, yeah, at, sure. especially at this cottage my dad likes like old like axes and chains and like really sharp, rusty, heavy things are kind of littered all over the cottage. And you literally just have to keep your eye on her all the time. And I, I was joking with my my parents and I'm like, man, like, do you guys remember when we were, you know, like this here? And, and they legitimately looked at each other and were like, no, like we have no yes. memory because we had so much fun with you guys for, for 12 years when you were kind of five to 17, that those kind of washed away all these like, kind of more maybe more frustrating or maybe more anxiety ridden like they're like I literally do not have the memory I, I don't even remember what it was like when you were this age at the at here and it's like yeah you kind of do tuck that stuff away and if you're not writing it down you you are going to forget um yeah yeah 
and it's even just these little milestones, man. Like even you talking about that story about you guys being on, a, like in lava fighting fighting dinosaurs. Yeah. Like it, it's it's funny and it's cool and you know like capturing that moment and remembering that and I I don't know I, I maybe maybe I'm like a secret hoarder, but I I, I think like ten years from now it'd, it'd be cool to remember that that moment. It'd be like a memory uh, a memory hoarder. Yeah, yeah, like life life vlogging, man. But in uh, oh, in, yeah. Hey, on that on that note, uh, shout out to to Masashi uh, on life vlogging. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I okay, I was listening to um, uh, I'm like, I, I think we've talked about my my podcast. Are, are you addicted to podcasts like I am? Uh, I listen to them like yeah every day. I listen probably to podcasts. Yeah. So. One of the ones I listened to. Do you listen to the the one called the TED Radio Hour? Yeah, I I was I, I cycled off that. Okay, yeah. So I'm kind of going back through some of them now, and there was this one where this guy was talking about it was about, all about memory or something, and he created this really simple app. I think there's a ton of clones now, but he created the first one, which is called One Second a Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that app. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use it? Uh, I was, I but not anymore. So I'm like my my wife has gone uh, just ham with it. Like she is, she's finished Emma. So she's gone back now. Like all 14 months, she has one second from. Because the cool thing is, if you have an iPhone, the live photos act as a as a picture as a, as a video. So if you just like take a photo, mm. so if you if you like forget to take a video, but you took a photo that day and you happen to have the live photos turned on it acts as a, as a video, which is so cool. So yeah. I don't take a ton of videos, but I take a ton of pictures. Uh, so my, I actually have quite a few like one second kind of clips of them anyway. So that I find amazing. I, I'm behind, like I, I kind of do it on the weekends. If I'm just like watching, you know, Netflix or something like that, I'll kind of pull out my phone and try to kind of like nail a week down. But um, yeah, but again, I, I wish I, like for me now to go back to when Jack was first born, it feels like a very daunting, like that, that's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's worth it. I should probably do it, but I'll probably just wait for Christina <laughs> to do it. Cause she'll, she'll probably beat me. Uh, and I, it's so funny. Like the, like in our relationship, Christina's is the, like, she's the closer. Like she, so kind of jumping back, we kind of did a, a little dad tangent. They were like jumping back to like, um, you know, finishing projects. Like, I don't think Christina has ever not finished a project. Like she is the epitome of if I start something, I'm going to finish it. And sometimes I actually wonder, I don't know if you've thought of this, like now that you've been, been married for a bit, but it's like, I really do think that in a good marriage, you actually delegate up, like you literally delegate a part of your brain. And I, delegate several things a lot of things to, to christina but like i don't even mean delegate because that makes it sound like i'm in control it's like <laughs> i i don't even think about certain things because i've been trained over the years that christina is such a better thinker on that stuff than me so when it comes to things like scheduling or uh calling friends or something like i know Christina's going to do that and I know she's going to do it better than me. So I almost just, Oh yeah. 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 I, I just like, <laughs> don't even waste cycles. 
like my, my yeah. brain can go work on other things because I know she's got that, which sometimes, you know, gets into trouble um, because <laughs> like maybe she doesn't want to always be doing that stuff. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, for sure. But um, OK, but hang on, I, I want to uh, I'm looking at our I'm looking at our time here. We're man, we're, we're, we're hitting it at almost 50 minutes already. It's, uh, I, I want I want to circle back on um, a couple questions for you, because so have you have you tried doing so like going back to gumball you, you said something that really kind of got me got like kind of piqued my interest where you said if i had have coded gumball for 15 minutes a day for the past two years that you think you would really have something and yeah i've tr- i've literally i've tried this exact thing where you and i both commute on the on the go train uh, i have about a like a 40 minute kind of well i guess like on the train it's only like 20 minutes let's say 25 minutes um commute and i've literally just said okay i'm all i'm going to do is like 15 minutes towards a project from a coding perspective and the first thing i had to learn was like you have to like do all your downloading and you have to make sure that you're like if you're using any libraries or any documentation you have to get all that shit onto your computer before because i like unless you're tethering and stuff like that, you're not going to have any Wi-Fi, which is kind of nice because then you can kind of be distraction-free. But I I found it it fell apart because the amount of tasks that are really 15 minutes long when you in it, when you're talking about software development are are very like I I found that I I was only doing kind of like very shallow work and. I wasn't anywhere near where I thought I should be even after a month of a month of 15 minutes a day. So like, have you actually tried that with coding and did it work? And like, what did you find? So I think the main thing though, is that you have to have a clear vision of what you want to achieve. And, um, I, I've done that with coding projects. So I want to learn angular JS and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to, make something where I can just pull some MBA stats from some like server that they had. Um, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I built out this table and I had these cool features where it would like auto refresh and I can sort things. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then I just didn't know what to do with it. Hmm. Um, and I find that with a lot of projects like I have, because the initial part of it, I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool if I could just, do this and it's a problem I'm trying to solve and it's not I'm not building a product I'm building I'm solving a problem and they're very different things wait wait, wait. Um, say, say, say that again like like I think oftentimes with like coding projects to me it's like I want to treat it as a little learning thing or I'm trying to solve a problem and I think attacking things as a problem versus attacking things as you're trying to make a product are two completely different things Oh, interesting. Because, like, you, I mean, you're the product guy, so I, I, I really want to know. Like, I want, I want to pull on that for the for the little time we have left here. Because I, I, I would argue that I think that my problem is I will jump in and start something, but I actually am not like. I, I wouldn't. Even, I, I think the. I, I would say my problem is I'm not solving a problem in that I'm kind of building for building's sake or i'm building because yeah hey, but that's part like but that, that's probably like for your building because you want to learn how to do this thing i think that's okay too no but maybe but i let me like try to think of a good example where um 
uh, okay, like a good example would be, so like right now uh, at Hubba, I'm building, I'm basically like rebuilding Salesforce, which we can get into another day because it's, it's, it's become this like just this massive, massive project that started off as this like super tiny little Sinatra app that's now like bubbled into this massive Rails app. And I think the problem is that like I, the reason why I'm interested in this is like, to your point, I had no vision. I had no vision of what this thing could be. It was like, I would literally, I was, I was solving like fire after fire. So it's like, Oh, I, I need a, I need to be able to track X and Y. Okay. So I'm just going to build that. And then the next day, some new fire would come up and it's like, okay, I need to be able to track X and Y and do that. And then all of a sudden I've basically just been solving problem after problem after problem. And in a way, I kind of think that's good because I'm, I'm, I'm literally kind of like lean startuping this mini app inside our company where it does exactly what it needs to do and nothing more. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like if I had this vision of like, and maybe this is a bad example because it's like an internal app inside of Hubba that's never going to be used by anybody else other than the, the small kind of marketing team. But I worry that like if I have a, a quote vision for this thing, that would lead that would lead me into building a ton of stuff that I, I have no, I, I should not be building or it would make me oh. think about like, I, I don't know, like, what do you think? I, well, I, I think if you had a vision of what it, what it was, I think you would build it smarter. Like, I think now if you look at it, because you've been piecemealing it, I imagine it's not the most scalable. Oh, it's a fucking object. nightmare. It's, it's a yeah. nightmare. It's, it's now, it's, it's become like, I used to be so excited about it because I was, I was solving this real problem that we needed and something that Salesforce couldn't do for us. And now I wake up every day or I, I even like tonight, like the th- this thing I have to, I have to work on tonight is I basically dug myself this hole where now there's actually like four or five people at Hubba that use this thing on a daily basis. And, and it kind of makes their life easier and it's helping us grow the business, but it's, it's literally hanging together with, with a, like the tiniest of threads because it's, you know, there's no test, there's no vision. Like, fuck, I just said there's no vision. It's true. Like, I, okay, I just sort of talked myself into your point. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. But I but but in relation to that for, like, side projects or whatever else, like, you know, I, I look at, like, the Air, the Air, Airbnb guys, right? And uh, when that started, it was, like, straight, shitty couch surfing. And I... I don't know, like if that was their end goal of like, I just want to build some really small thing that I can uh, set up so I can just couch surf on some guy's place at some conference, like they could have stopped there, right? And it could have been just like a little hobby project that worked and someone had fun with it and that that, that was it. But they had the fortitude to like, I'm going to push forward a little bit every day and I'm going to build this out into an actual thing. And Airbnb now is like Airbnb now, right? It's completely different. But I feel like I've had many projects that were more along the lines of couch surfing at a conference kind of level. Huh? So, so, okay. So do you think that if you had of like, okay, but no, but I could, I could argue the other point though, where, so take Gumball, for example, like if you had a, like, so I remember when you showed Gumball to me, I was like, this is, this is really cool. It did, it did exactly what we, um, you know, what we, 
uh, sorry, I don't know how I wrote myself into that. It, it did exactly what you said it would do. I think it used like Twitter or something like that. And it would like look for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's the version I remember. Like it would look yeah. for what was like trending, what YouTube videos were trending on Twitter. Um, well, basically what, what music people were talking about on Twitter, right, I would just right. take right. that and then uh, build a play create playlists off yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Okay. So, and uh, yeah, so I remember being, I used it. Like I, I would log in and, and use it. Like I, I thought it was cool. And I would say that if at that time you had have said to me, Kent, I'm telling you, man, I've got this vision for, um, I, I'm going to take on YouTube with this thing. I'm going to build the, I'm going to like, I don't even think Spotify existed when you, um, uh, like, I don't think any of that stuff existed. So if you had have told me then that you were going to go do that, I, I definitely would have not been your first follower. I would have been your contrary. I, I would have been your voice saying, that sounds like a terrible idea. Um, why don't you just like keep, you know, um, I don't know, making this a little better or why don't you wait till you get your first thousand true fans or like, why don't you, um, like, like, I feel like if you had have woken up every day and being like, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to take on, uh, the, you know, YouTube, or I'm going to take on iTunes. You would have almost like set these crazy expectations that there's no way you could have achieved. Maybe, or maybe I would have, if I was that serious about it, I would have gotten funding. I would have built a team. I would have maybe built it and at least given it my best shot. And I think that's the important part hmm. because like, if you don't give it, if I didn't, uh, I didn't do that. Obviously it's, de it's dead now. It's still, by the way, when we we're talking about it, I'm like, this sounds like a good idea. So, <laughs> but, uh, um, but it's obviously it's, it's, it's dead now. And I could, part of me would be like, I, I kind of regret like not giving it a hundred percent. And what, what could it have been? It might've been in the same place, but at least I would feel like, okay, I, I, I went all in on it and that, that's, that's cool. Like I might be out maybe a little bit of money and I would have been out some time, but I'd have a product that I could put my name to. And I don't know, that could have been something. Well, and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week, but what, like, what do you think stopped you from, from actually, from, from actually doing that? Like what, what, like, why didn't you, cause again, you, in the time I've known you, we've had, you know, I don't know, let's say 20 idea conversations. I remember once you were building some app to like control the lights or something in somebody's house. And like, that kind of sounded cool. And then you were thinking about, um, yeah, like the, the, you, you've come to me with a ton of different ideas, and what, like, like why haven't you gone and done that? Like, why are you, like, why are you still at Sego? Why, why am I um, at Hubba? Like, is it, is it that you're, you just haven't found that idea, that thing that you feel so passionate about, that you, that you would leave and and go do your own thing or. Um, okay, let me ask you it a different way. Do you think Gumball was something that you could have done as a side hustle? Like, do you think that, or, okay, and if you had have done it as a side hustle and been more serious about it, what would you have actually used as, like, a success metric to say, you know what, like, this is it? Or, or even for me with with uh, getting my first order today for, for Able Cells, like, when am I going to say, 
hey, maybe I'm actually more of a of a store than I am, you know, the the you know head of growth at, at Hubba. I mean, I see that being five years down the road. Um, but like, how do you measure that to the point where you then say like, okay, I'm going to go get more serious about this? Well, okay. So I, I kind of think I'll, I'll talk in, in respects to Gumball. Like, I think the reason why it, it wasn't, it didn't become anything was I approached it like a little hobby project. I didn't treat it as a proper product. I didn't have a really clear vision. I was just like, I want to pull stuff from Twitter and I want to make a playlist from it. That idea, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then when I, when I had it, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's done. And I didn't approach it as like, I want to make this as a the Spotify before Spotify kind of thing. Hmm. You know, and that mindset is, is I think, the biggest difference. Um, the other thing too is just like, I, I think in when you start these things up, I think you need a little bit of positive momentum. And I think this is the hard part with even me doing this book is like when I wrote my first month, I got like, I don't know, 2000 views or something. And a lot of people were talking about it. People I didn't know were um, telling me like, this was amazing and uh, they can relate so much to it. Or I don't know if I want to have kids anymore after reading this. Um, <laughs> But I, it was, but it based, it, but I, I, I felt like it, it hit, it hit a lot of notes, and that was really good. And then each subsequent month I put out, I've gotten less and less people, less and less response. And I think the response from the first month is really what encouraged me to keep writing in the very beginning. Because initially I was like, because I, I was approaching it like a blog, and if you're writing a blog, you don't want to, no one's going to read a full year. That, that's no one's going to spend the time to do that. But a very concise the first 30 days of parenting or fatherhood is very concise and it, it, it fits really well for a blog. Yeah. Um, but now when I do month two, month three, month four, those don't really fit in a blog format. That, that was a blind uh, person coming in blind on month four is like month four of what, what was this about? Um, without restating my whole goal, restating the project. It, it just, it, it doesn't really make sense in a blog format as, as much um, at, at least on medium and in the way I'm doing it month by month. Um, but I think you need a bit of that positive momentum. And I think with the gumball stuff, um, I put it out, some people saw it and I was like, Oh, that was cool. And they used it and I sent it out to more people. And I don't know, they, I didn't get as much positive response or maybe they said it was good, but I can see from their usage stuff that I was like, Oh, maybe they're not even using it that much. And I just took that as like, Oh, my product sucks. And, and no one wants it versus maybe there is still something here, but my product is flawed and I need to fix it. And I didn't have the, the fortitude, I guess, to push through that. Okay. This, this next question could, could turn into like, it could turn into a three hour discussion. So we don't, we're not going to get into it now, but like, do, do you think that, do you think that any idea can be an amazing idea? I think, yeah, I think any idea, if it's complete, can be an amazing idea. Hmm. Like if not, not, not the idea is complete, but like if it's fully fleshed out, if the idea materializes into something, 
yeah, it could be something for sure. But okay, like I guess I guess what I'm trying to benchmark is like why. So by that logic, then, um, so is this book going to kind of be the last? Well, like, is this book going to kind of be the last project that you do in the sense of like, obviously it'll have an end date, you'll, it'll be done, it'll be on a shelf, you'll be able to see it. And like, I am so jealous to think that is so cool. There's something about like a book that I think is so uh, tangible, but like, okay, so how, how did you now then, I, I guess I'm trying to say, if, if you believe that any idea could be an amazing idea, then like, what is stopping you from um, that next kind of whim, whimsical thing that you get, that you get excited about, just committing to that and saying, this is the one, like almost like an arranged marriage. Like I'm going to make this work. It, like th this is not, if, is this going to work? I'm going to make this work. Do Cause you, I think, yeah. Well, I, I think the book is like that for me right now. Hmm. Like I, I have a lot of doubts and a lot of imposter syndrome things with this um but i don't give a fuck i'm just gonna do it and i i just gotta push through that and because i i don't want this to fall like a gumball thing where i just didn't i didn't give it everything and uh put the put the work in it's not even giving everything it's just putting the work in um yeah it's it's a grind man it's a hustle and uh it's it's a process I think everything is that process. Like, and I, I realize this more even with, with the, with the baby man, like, you know, in the first weeks you're like, how the fuck am I going to get through this? This is crazy. Like, this is a wild, a literally like a wild animal that is living in your place that you have to take care of. And it, you're really attacking it day by day. And then now she's four months. I'm like, wow, it's cool. Like I actually made it this, this, this kind of far, but it's, it's that process of like, you got to put that work in like every day. Right. And I, I, I think it's the same with anything like with, um, these products or these projects. Yeah. I don't know. So right now I'm just trying to focus on this right now and maybe like one or two people buy it and that's, <laughs> that's kind of it and whatever. I don't expect to make money from this to be honest. It's more of an art project really. Uh, well, man, I don't know a better way to, uh, a better way to close it off uh, than that. That's, I, I mean, I feel, I feel motivated. I, I like the, um, I, I, th I think what I like about you, <laughs> I like a lot of things about you, but. Oh, thanks man. Me too. I like, I, 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 I love you, man. I'm in love with you. <laughs> I, I, I love you too. Um, I, I think what's really interesting is like, we, I, I think the next thing I'd like to talk to you about is so like next week when we do this again, I want to sort of, I want to dig into like, if you have the same attitudes that I do around how kids changed your ambition um, and how it, because um, what you said there, it almost sounded like something flipped from a, from a, from a, let's call it for lack of a better word, from a side hustle perspective when you had your daughter and I had a, a definite flip, um, more so with my second actually than my my first. Like I had a, I had a, a kind of a a bad flip in a way with with my first, which maybe one day when I 
drink before we record i can i can get into but i think the for for the second one i i absolutely i look at time and ambition in a very different way than i ever have before but i think what i respect about you is that you seem to actually be applying that wisdom and i think i know what the right thing to do is but i haven't quite got there yet from actually applying the knowledge like what you're telling me is if 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 i think this ketone thing is is it then like obviously i i love i love hubba and i i i want to have you know the the day job and the 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 side hustle that's that's so it's like i'm going to but that's it like that's what i'm like that's what i'm going to do hence why you think this podcast is a pencil problem and we didn't even define really what the the fundamental definition of a pencil problem is so we'll do that next week too but um but i think that i still find myself getting pulled into how do i know this is the right thing how do i know this is where i should be focusing my time how can i find a way to do this and five other things in case one of those other things is really the right thing um and i'm like an addict and i think that you have this clarity that i haven't seen in you ever and it's inspiring and i think i've realized that why i wanted to do this podcast and why i want to talk to you every week for the next 10 years is because you i feel like you've actually like crossed some chasm where i think you were just as add about ideas as me um oh for sure yeah but 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 something has flipped and i haven't flipped yet like i'm i find myself still even even though i i literally and it's crazy for me to say it out loud. I know it sounds so stupid for people who are listening who might be making millions of dollars um, or have all these crazy profit centers. But I have like like this order that I have sitting in my email is the first time I have ever had like somebody pay me for something that I literally haven't done work for in the sense of, um, you, you know, like this is this is actually a very big day for me mentally. But yeah, I, huge, I, but, but I still can't even celebrate it. I've got this thing that's like, oh man, if 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 I got that order so fast, maybe my idea for that movie script I want to write, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe maybe I should go, you know, like and, and it, it's just, it's almost like I can hear myself. It's like a disease. Anyway, um, we got a lot to talk about next week, but I I want to I think I want to earmark already that kind of probing on like that ambition. Um, and this focus that you have, like, did it come with, you know, after your daughter or is it just like, you know, uh, anyway, we can, I, uh, we can I, that. I don't know, man. And we can keep rolling if you want, and we can just cut this for, for later if you want. No, no, I, I, I think, I, I think this is, I, I think this is a good spot. Cause I think what you said, um, I, I think what you said is, is good. Like it's, um, you've, Okay, wait. Let me let me let me go for let me go for five more minutes here. So okay. maybe you can help me with with something. So I I got an email today from uh, somebody that I did business with a couple of years ago, and long I'll cut the story short. But through some mutual connections in the finance world, I um, kind of as a last resort got brought in a couple of years ago to act as a consultant, a tech consultant for 
two friends of mine who had created basically like a private equity fund and were trying to buy a tech business. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was a, you know, double digit million dollar um, investment that they were making to essentially take over this business. Um, it was the most boring ass software business I have ever seen. I wanted to rip my hair out during the diligence presentations because it was like this $35 million a year software business based in Oakville, or I guess it was, it was like $5 million or $6 million a year. It was basically like a glorified Microsoft access form. It was a complete piece of shit. And it kind of like to this whole conversation made me realize like, you don't even need a good product in some industries. Like this product was so bad, but they were doing just making money hand over fist. Anyway, long story short, I did a pretty good job doing this, this tech due diligence and, um, they, you know, would just keep asking me to do more and stuff. So like every once in a while, I'll get one of these emails and and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do it. But there's this voice in me that's like, 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 why are you doing this? And it got to the point where I said to myself, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just like completely, I'm going to come up with a ridiculous number from like financially. Like I'm going to give them such a high hourly rate that it's, they're going to laugh me out of the room and then that'll make the decision for me. So I gave them this number and they're like, yeah, cool. Sounds good. Okay. So when can you start? And I was just like, fuck. Like, so I got one of these emails yesterday and it's been sitting in my inbox and I've read it and I've unread it and I've read it and I've unread it and I've read it and I've unread it. And like, he, like so the voice in my head right now is saying like just email him back and say you don't have time for this because I don't I have no fucking time for this but then this other voice in my head it's like literally the two voices on my shoulder it's like hey but Kent you're kind of good at this and for the amount of time that you actually put into it you're going to make more money in three weeks than you're probably going to make in the first eight months of this store that you have like it's it's a it's a totally lopsided, um, and th- there's part of me that, and I want to say it's like not about the money, but then like I'm really into Bitcoin and I really want to buy more Bitcoin right now, and I just see this as like as like a way for me to like solidify my family's fortune in 50 years from now if I just take this money and I buy more Bitcoin. So, like, what like like what should I do, Nick? Like you, like you you seem to have this figured out. Like, do I? do I just respond back and say, Hey, you know what? I got no time for this. Or is that, man, I, I don't know, man. Like if it was me and the money's right, I'd probably try to do both. <laughs> <laughs> because the one, the nice thing I will say about doing some of these consulting gigs is that it's might be three weeks and you're done. And it's not something that's going to drag on. It's not, it's something that you can just, sit on, focus on, and kind of bang it out. I don't know. I, I, but you know what? <laughs> this is counter to everything I probably was motivating you to do, but uh, I, I don't know if the money's right, man. I, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I'm hungry for that money right now. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I am too. Like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, like, it's, and please, like, it's not, it's not as much as you think. Like, like I want to get this straight here. Like, it, this is not, like, some like, it, you know, if it was, if I have a price in my head that if it was, I would obviously do it. It's it's not like, it's not 
like when I say I'm like tripling my rate, my rate started off as free. So, um, <laughs> you know, like it's not some crazy, for me, it was crazy. Like when I looked at the number on the piece of paper, I was like, that sounds ridiculous. Like nobody should pay me for that. Um, and, but yeah, but, okay. But, but, but uh, like, but, but isn't there something where it's like, isn't that like a slippery slope? Isn't, isn't it almost this like, okay, let's use this again back to our, let's come full circle here and then we can, then we can end it. Like, I know that I should go into my garage right now, pick up my fucking kettlebell, put on some, you know, uh, you know, Skrillex, which I still listen to when I'm exercising and, and go do, you know, 200 kettlebell swings and, and a couple hundred pushups. Like that's what I should do in the next half an hour. But I'm probably going to go upstairs and eat an ice cream sandwich and uh, fall asleep watching like sports center. Like that's probably what is going to happen. Just like, I'm probably going to respond to this email and be like, yeah, sure, whatever, but let's do it. But, <laughs> but isn't that like, isn't that what we were kind of talking about? Like, isn't saying no to that the equivalent of like just getting up and exercising? Like, I don't want to say no to this thing. I want the money. I, I want the, I, I like these people I work with. They're very nice people. I learn a lot when I work with them, but it's, is, isn't that kind of the equivalent of like not going to the gym? Yeah. And, uh, I, I yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is. And, uh, I would, if I was you right now, okay. Okay. Uh, it's, I don't know. It depends on how much money it is, man. <laughs> like I, everyone, everyone's got a price man i'm gonna be totally honest with you everyone's got a price and if the money's right then it, it's gonna make sense but if if the money's not not gonna really move the needle then whatever man i would focus on how are you gonna fulfill this order that you got from your first customer yeah um yeah i i don't know that's it's it's tricky man you did you, you gotta make that judgment call but i i would at the very least, you know that order has to be fulfilled. The store is up, so this is real, and you know you have limited time, so you you gotta you gotta figure out like what 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 makes sense for your your time, given your time. Like you got two kids, like I, I imagine your time's way more limited than mine. Uh, I mean, honestly, like there's not a lot. Like once you, you know, mentally going from what like from two from uh, two sorry going from one to two mentally is is a lot. But once you kind of get into a routine, it's you it, it's not really that much different but all right i'll tell you what we will we will we'll talk next week about ambition i want to pick your brain more about um sort of like how you how you decide like what to work on um because i think you've got a better system than me on that and i'll i'll leave you hanging and i'll tell you next week if i how i responded to the email and how i ended up getting this order out to to Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to hear how this business can grow. Maybe by then you're gonna have another five orders, man. I oh, I, I want to get some of that brain that that brain stuff you got. Uh, alpha what, brain. Yeah, yeah, alpha brain. Yeah, so uh, alpha brain. Well, we will. I'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, alpha brain is gonna be a little tricky. Um, uh, it's gonna be a little harder to procure. So I might have to uh, to uh, to do some back channeling on that one. But um, it, it says it says sold out, which is a nice uh, nice little growth tactic you did right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, but no, but I, I definitely will. Um, once I get my my shipment of this Momental stuff in, it's it's really good. And 
in fact, for all the free consulting you've given me over the years, it's uh, it's going to be on the house. So I, I, just, I did a quick Google search on new nootropic and Adderall, and uh, it's one of the seven <laughs> alternatives to Adderall. And I I've done a little bit of Adderall in, in my in my youth youthful days, and it was yeah, I definitely felt the kick, man. And if well, I can get that kick and it's healthier for me, yeah. All right, done. I think that I think that should be the the tagline. It's it's like Adderall, but healthier. <laughs> it's pretty much yeah. It's one of the seven alternatives, <laughs> but, but but won't get you addicted. <laughs> well, man, I really appreciate uh, uh, you taking the time, and um, yeah, let's uh, let's have another let's have another call next week. All right, let's talk next week. All right, man. Talk to All you right, later. see you. Dude. Okay. Bye.